I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Gallant View podcast for the 4th of October. Um, we are tonight got a good team with us. I'm going to first of all mention that uh, Bill was supposed to be on tonight, and somewhere he's working in the background on the comments, but he was in a serious road accident this afternoon and he couldn't come on. He is okay, so there's no worries that way. But uh, if you see the state of his car, I've seen photos of his car, and it's a right, right mess. So. Uh, he's very, very lucky. So, Bill, all the best, uh, and hopefully all your aches and pains that you got from it, uh, you you get better soon. So, carrying on, uh, we are live now on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and later on you will get us on Spotify and Acast. So, with me tonight, I will start. Ladies first, I'll give you Shona. Shona, how are you? Good evening, everyone. Looking forward to talking about tonight and obviously wishing uh, Bill the best with um, obviously his car accident. So I hope he's feeling fine now. And David, it is what you call our right aft. That's what you would call it. That car is our right aft. Um, is it a right aft? Okay. It's a right aft. So uh, look, uh, hopefully Bill's doing all right in the comments. So look, the guys, looking forward to talking about Rangers tonight. And uh, our new manager, or should I say interim manager at the moment, and I'm sure we've got plenty to discuss about the incomings, outgoings, and obviously tomorrow's game. That's uh, that's what we are going for. I'll go for the youngest member of the team now. Uh, Andrew, how are you? Good to have yeah, you on. I'm good, mate. Um, see Bill's uh, decided to mimic the first half of the season and had a car crash performance just this afternoon. Um, had to get that one in there. I was I was worried Shona was going to catch it with the right half joke, um, but ah uh, yeah, I I just want to say I'm not mimicking Borna and um, shouting it when the big podcast come out with the the manager going and me taking a convenient leave of absence. Um, it was just a poor timing and some personal things, but happy to be back on and I wouldn't say happy to discuss Rangers, but we'll see how the night goes. Yeah, um, the last but not least, of course, is Curry. Mark, how are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Uh, just glad to 
by the time we find out the bill's all right. Uh, obviously, as we were discussing in the WhatsApp, that uh, the car crash was actually caused by one of Bill's fantastic shirts. Uh, the other driver was apparently blinded. So uh, we're not too sure who's actually going to get arrested for it yet. Uh, the actual bad driving or driving about with an offensive shirt. So we're still trying to find that one out. But I, I'm glad to be back on. It's good to see all the, the, the usual names in chat as well. Hope you're all doing well. I hope you're no all watching that shite that's on the night. Uh, but apparently they're, it's a, a close game. So, But we're here to talk about the famous. So let's get on, mate, and hopefully we can be a bit more positive from now to the end of the season. Okay, so obviously at the moment we have Steve Davis as manager with Alec Gray and Stephen Smith helping him, plus the, another couple of coaches, Gilmore, I think, and another one, I haven't got his name written down, I'm afraid. Um, so they are going to be leading the team out tomorrow, but I want to get the managers out the road first, the, the, the manager's job out the road first, because uh, we'll talk about the game later. The biggest name that we, that, that sort of a, it disappeared for a while, but it seemed to come out today again in sort of a yeah strong force is Derek McInnes. Obviously, the Kelly manager used to be the Aberdeen manager was offered the job the last time, refused it at the last minute. Andrew, Derek McInnes, he the one for you? It's a. Uh... It's a bit of a conundrum at the minute because it, it, it kind of depends on what you see as your priority for the incoming manager. Do you want somebody that knows the club that can steady the ship? Well, if that's your answer, then McInnes and Martindale and maybe Robinson is the best you get for that. Um, that's that's the issue. There's there's, there's no white knight that will come in and uh, that, will, that ticks all the boxes. You're just going to have to decide what box is the priority that you want to tick. Um See, to be honest, the amount of the candidates that have been put out, if I was playing poker and that was my hand, I'd have folded and just said, I'll sit this one out and I'll get back to using the next bit. So I'm in the camp and it's not a Stevie Davis thing, even though he's my idol, but if he does well in his next two games, I'd just give it to him at the end of the season. I think it's almost like a write-off, to be honest. I think the managers that, are, that we can realistically go for are, aren't really eye-catching and the records aren't brilliant. Um, I think we're in a really tough spot now and uh, it's hard to kind of, hard to be positive about the names that have been linked with us at the minute. Jonah, you've always got a positive outlook. You are going to tell me how you can't wait for Derek McInnes to walk through the door of Ibrooks. You can fuck right off. No chance. Um, sorry, but <laughs> well, no, sorry, but I, I'm, I'm sorry to swear, but there's absolutely not a fucking chance I would have Derek McInnes anywhere near my club or uh, David Martindale. We're betting that we're Glasgow Rangers, for God's sake. Like, what have these guys actually really done? Like, they, they, honestly, even like David Martindale, he's struggling this season. I do not rate any of these managers in the Scottish Premier League. I do not rate Sam Allardyce. I do not rate Neil Warnock. I'm sorry, but these guys are just not what we want at this moment in time. Yes, fair enough, we want a Rangers man in there. I, I totally get that, but I think you can have that within the assistant manager role. It doesn't have to be an ex-player that needs to come to Rangers or somebody that's, that's a Rangers fan. Like 
like Frank Lampard. I'm sorry, but these guys are just not for me at all. Uh, look, I quite like the look of uh, a few other ones, so I don't know if you want to discuss that when we get on to it now in a couple of minutes. And you can come back to me back. Yeah, I will do that because uh, I've, I've got a list of, of, of the names that uh, are sort of about the head ones at the moment. As far as I know, and if I don't mention them, then we can you can bring them in a, a, as well. Now, I'm, I'm really anybody that's got their their swearing <laughs> hearing aid on, I would turn it down for the moment. Sorry, are you into Derek McInnes as manager? I'm, I'm actually though. <laughs> sure has actually shocked me. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I think it's because we've swapped places. That's what it is. Because she must be in the, the sweary box tonight, and I'm not. Uh, McInnes, for me, if I had to pick, he wouldn't be my first choice. Uh, the thing that a lot of people are saying now is that he was offered the job, but there, but there were circumstances, like the reason why he turned down the job. So you need to remember, as I said on Sunday, you need to remember the board members that we had at the time. And if you're, if you're going to be a manager and you get offered a shitey contract, you're not going to take it. So, but for me, he's, I would say no, but right at this moment, I can't turn and say, I am not anybody because I don't know. I honestly don't know who's going to get the job. I know there's one person that's like probably 90% in, but we'll discuss his name later on. But see, as long as, I don't care who it is, see, as long as he gets us to winning ways again, I don't care. Just get us to winning games again. He's, give us back an identity. Get us playing again in a system and together. Because I think that's the biggest problem that's been happening now. We've not been playing as a team. They've been playing as individuals. And we need more than that. We need somebody to come in and sort everything out. It's Somebody slagging me off because I mentioned Duncan Ferguson at him on Sunday. It's not that I want Duncan Ferguson in. What I mean is I want somebody like Duncan Ferguson in. I want somebody that's going to be with an iron... Rule, rule the players with an iron rod and not let them away with anything. That's what we need. I think who we've had in have just been far, far too soft with players and they've been getting away with murder. And that's why we see the same players getting played in week in, week out, and no performing. Yet they still get picked. So, I don't know. McInnes is a no for me, David. Yeah, well, I think there's somebody said there that McInnes would be one that would steady the ship. And I think uh, the one thing I will say about McInnes is that he does know how to set out a team. Whether you, whether I, I don't know whether you can... I mean, everybody used to say that Clark was a a really boring manager. But Clark's actually got Scotland playing quite attacking football. And everybody, everybody is sort of a, you uh, know, no, Clark, he's a, yeah, he called them other names, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go into the no, ones. No, listen, I'm trying to know swear and you're bringing that piss name. What chance do you think you've got? I'm not bringing him up for the Rangers job. No, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that when they've got a different group of players, then you don't really know. They could go from a defensive manager to an attacking manager. Obviously, McInnes has never really had the players that he could attack Rangers or Celtic. I mean, he could, obviously, when he starts playing uh, Queen of the South and teams like that, they can then attack them. But 
that he's never been in a position or had the players to 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 do that. So I'm I'm not a, a, in, in the McInnes group, by the way. But I just want to sort of try and keep it even and and also give his good points and not just say, oh, he's rubbish, get him away because it's it's, it's not a bad manager to be honest with you. Um, just before we came on air, uh, the AZ manager. Pascal uh, Janssen, he gave a, a, a conference press, press conference for his uh, AZ because AZ were playing tonight. And he said that he doesn't know anything about the Rangers' job. And he said, there is no way I would consider it. So, Andrew, is that putting one of our top uh, prospects out of the race, do you think? Or is it just, obviously, he's not, he's not going to say just before AZ or Grant the Park, Oh yeah, I'm leaving. So it's a sort of a conundrum that's whether whether he will he is out of it or whether he is he's still in it. Uh, you know, it's it's just a thing with managers. I mean, we've seen it ourselves. They look they look happy. They don't ask me silly questions in, uh, and then he caught the next next uh, doing the national villa. You know, um, managers will say anything. Uh, <laughs> I think we found that with Michael. Um, Say a lot of stuff. Uh, not all of it was true. Um, as I said, I, I'm not. I'm not a big for any of the the candidates because I mean, well, we want a winner. I mean, that's his. That's his only his first. His first full time gig, I suppose, uh, as a as a manager. He was obviously the young PSV coach. Um, you know, obviously he's got a nice job in Azad, and Azad are playing really well this season so far. Um, but he looks a bit in a second in the the Eredivisie. Um. I, I, I stopped looking at Twitter after I seen the TNT Sports Argentina with the linking Marcelo Gachado to the job. I, I, th- I was in heaven for a brief like fifteen minutes until I, I, did, I kind of thought this was very unrealistic. Um, I would say if any Rangers fan in the next fortnight wins the lottery, just do us a favour and just pay him what he wants. Um, the guy is a mentality monster. That, that if you question our, our players' bottles, he will rip that straight out of all of them. Um, it's, he ticks all the boxes in terms of winner mentality, you know, passionate. I think in that case as well, um, you're getting somebody who doesn't have a link to the club. That's a fresh set of eyes in this group of players, and it'll tell you what he thinks of them. If he's good, if they're not good, then he can make his own mind up. Unfortunately, as I said, this is all fantasy land because we're going to get probably Lampard or Muscat, and I'm going to go into a severe depression for the next how long's left in the season? Thirty odd games. Um, so I say, I say that now though but if Lampard sits down in front of the press and says let's go like Gerard does I'll be right behind them again as always so swings and roundabouts I guess um, I'd, I'm afraid I won't join you in the Lampard uh, I, I, obviously I'll get behind Rangers when they're, when, when they're playing but I think Lampard would be I mean he's, what's he done he's absolutely done nothing he had Chelsea and an abysmal for him, Everton, if you hardly won anything with Everton, that'd be counted as sort of a run, running a wee bit. Sorry, Andrew? Uh, he had a he had a good team with that, and that Derby team he had to getting helped out from Chelsea at the time with the loans, Mason Mount and Vakayo tomorrow. Um, they had a team that should have got promoted that year and they, they bottled it. So if, that, if, if we want to talk about bottle, that's not a good start. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm just not in the Lampard camp. I'm, I'm afraid that that's uh, one of the the worst ones uh, that I, I think on our on our list. 
Shona, Andrew said that he wasn't inspired by any of the choices. Is it a case of if you put a small bit of bait on your fishing rod, you get small fish? No, I don't think so. I think at the end of the day, you need to find out who these guys really are. Look, I think it can work at some clubs. It might not work at others. But look, are we going to have to go? We need to go for guys. We need to go for the right person this time. And there is very, very limited options out there, especially on a hard budget. We've got to be realistic. I love the look of Gallardo as well. But when he knocked back £6 million a year at, at Leeds United last year, and he's looking for a Premier League job. I've got I've got a funny feeling. I think uh, the Brighton manager uh, will be off to Real Madrid in the summer, and I think it might be possible that Gallardo could po possibly come in there because I think Ancelotti's leaving, so that would suit him fine. And I, I just think he's well out of our budget. But looking at the guys that are within our budget at the moment and the ones that are in the top four, the only two that stand out for me is Jensen and that guy Clement. Uh, Muscat, for me, I'm not so keen on. Look, I, I understand people's reasons as to why they might like me, obviously, being a Rangers man. I, th I don't really think it's necessary if we do get a Rangers man, as long as we've got somebody within either the director of football that knows Rangers or somebody that's went with a, the assistant manager or the coaches. I'm absolutely fine with that. The, the, right, the manager that just has to be the right guy for me. And uh, Pascal Janssen, I looked at these, he's got, so he's played, he's had 145 games with 87 wins with a win percentage of 60%. So it doesn't look that great on paper, but I like the way he plays football. I've watched them, them over the last couple of years. I think it's been quite tough for him with that AZ Alkmaar. It was squished with the likes of Fire Nerd, Ajax. You've got PSV in there. He's currently sitting second in the league. They haven't lost a game this season. And I would imagine he's he's coached guys like the names of like Gatpo and all that when he was at PSV. As far as Philippe Clement, this is my number one target. I think Rangers should go for it. I think realistically we could get this guy. And I think he's a far, far better option than what we've got at the moment. He started off as a scout at Club Rouge. Um, he won the league with Genk. He's got a win percentage of 57%. Won the league with Club Rouge again. His last job was Monaco, where he had, obviously, his, his win percentage went slightly down. He's won um, manager of the season, best coach of the year. He's won the pro, 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 uh, Belgian Pro League with uh, Club Rouge. He's won the pro, Belgian Pro League with Genk. He likes to play a 4-4-3, but tends to move into like a 4-4-2. Or a three-five-two within a game, um, no. But for me, if I, if we could get him across the line, and hopefully his little friend Paul Mitchell, who I know is out of a job as a director of football, now that would be a massive coup if we could get Paul Mitchell. But they've obviously worked with each other before, and uh, look, I, I think that would be massive for Rangers. Look, Paul, Paul Mitchell's been linked with the likes of Man United, and I heard obviously today about if Man United get a takeover, that's the that's the number one target. But for me. I don't think Man United takeover is going to happen anytime soon. So if we can get this guy in for maybe 18 months, whatever it takes, I would go hell for leather and get these two guys right across the line because I think they're the far best options that we've been like with so far. I think um, you're looking at likes of Lampard, Muscat, um, and then you've got Jensen and you've got, um, I think it's Philippe Clement. I'm just going to call him Phil Clement. Because um, my French is not so good, but yeah, so I'll just call him Phil Clement. Oh, that's who I'm looking for. So, like, I don't know what any of the guys think in the comments, but yeah, I would rather I want him as my number one target. Mark, you were on about Craig Moore, and Craig Moore was pushing the Kevin Musket train. Yes, well, I think it was yesterday, the day before, he actually mentioned that that he should thinks he should get the job. Now, Musket, as we all know, was a real hothead as a football player. And in fact, I just watched like an hour ago or something like that. Musket's three worst fouls. It's, it's on the YouTube. 
and they're absolutely joking, to be honest with you. Uh, seemingly, now as a manager, he's cooled down a bit and he's actually become a, a person that's strong but doesn't sort of uh, get in people's faces the way he used to. Um, Craig Moore saying that, he, that he's the best man for the job, and I, I'm sure I read this somewhere that he's got a 75% win rate. Obviously, that's in Australia uh, and Japan, not the, the top leagues in the world. Is a musket a candidate for you? Still so much if he's a, a candidate for me. It's, it's looking more and more like it is a, is a contact for for Rangers. Um, we heard from Chris for the Rangers review. He got a, well, he was on air. He got a text from whoever the, the, their sources are that uh, he's doing a Zoom call tomorrow, I believe it is. Uh, so it's definitely, it's obviously their look at him. Uh, it's whether he, he, I just hope it's not another PowerPoint manager we got. We, we can't we can't do that anymore. We need somebody that's going to actually do something. I don't I don't want somebody that talks a good game. I want somebody that can actually get it done. The the Moore thing as well. It's we've been talking about that before we came on here. We're talking about him possibly being a director of football. It's been mentioned before, and it's been mentioned by uh there I forgot the name Andrew. What was the name of that boy? Yeah, Stuart Gibson. Stuart Gibson, he's a quite he's a big investor at Rangers, uh, and he I don't know where, where he lives, but it's like Australia, uh, Asia market that he knows pretty well, and he he's quite I think he's connected with Muscat and Moore, so you might see that if this guy gets moved onto the board, I think we we could actually see that it's got to be Muscat and Moore coming in. But Shona said she's got all the stats on that. I don't know any of the stats on that. I just want to watch Fibber. But what she's saying about Mitchell, I hadn't heard anything about this guy until a day and a half ago. I had a wee look at things, I was checking up on that. Looks as though he's got a fair bit of pedigree in the director of football market. So he would definitely have a shout to come in. But as I said, if we go, if we if we are going the Muscat route, it just. It, for me, on pure speculation alone, I think Moore will come in instead of Mitchell. Not just um, is it, I'm a waste of time tonight on the here because I don't know. I mean, you see, I, I know the guys that I don't want, but I don't know who I do want. It's like it's probably like everybody in the chat. I mean, you see the amount of names that have come up, and every single time everybody's no, we're no wanting him. No, we're no wanting him. No, we're no wanting him. But it's like we're getting smaller and smaller who the people that we can get. But the thing is, we need to keep it realistic on who we can get. It was like what Andy was saying. It's like you see a big name and you're like, oh, please bring him in. But there's no chance we're going to be able to spend that type of money on a manager of that quality. Oh, it really is. The, 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 the two things that... That I don't want is one, as I said, I don't want a, a manager that can talk a good game. I want a, a manager that, that knows how how to get it done. But I don't want any any more projects. The projects have gone now. We've tried that. It's still worked. It worked in two 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 and a bit occasions, 
two trophies and we got to a, a final in Europa. There's only three times it's worked. So we, we need to we need to think about the box is is Muscat is the same way uh Lampard it, it's a name we're getting really. It's a name that other people will know. We can't get in the the, the the Scottish the Scottish route. And as as for your your comments on uh, Steve Clark, I mean, is he, he going to come in? Because if he does, he'll need to learn the songbook. So, oh, no, would, would, no so way. would you hit your so would you hit your chances for that? <laughs> uh, no, no way, no way was I putting Steve Clark forward. No, I was all, I'm only wait, I'm only waiting you up, mate. No, I know, I know, you were just a bit late, but it, it's just right now it's so hard because I, I think a lot of Rangers fans are just. We're still in a bit of shock, and it's not a shock that Bill left. It's just a shock that how far we've regressed under him. Because, we, as we said, we all bought into what Bill was saying. We, we bought his Robin Reliant, think it was a BMW, because we really we, we, we believed. And the thing was, the wheels come off in a big way. And we ended up with Bill's motor, basically. Too soon. Uh, I thought that was somebody, good, Matt. Come on. <laughs> somebody, somebody was mentioning Malky Mackay uh, this afternoon. I think it was uh, David Martindale said that Malky Mackay would be good for Rangers, but I'm afraid... Where is, uh, where, where is Malky Mackay? I've not heard of him. For, is that where he is yeah. now? No. I, just, I just don't... Ross County? No, no. If, if Bill will give me a second to, I want to show a, 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 a banner here. Uh, I'll knock this one away. And Bill gives me a few minutes. I want this one back. If we take Musket, that mob will be giving it our, oh, your copy, us of Posta Google was Australian. Now, I don't give a shit what they think, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't care. If we if, if we get a manager in and he brings us success, they can say what they want about us. They can say, "Oh, you copied us." I don't give a shit. They've been copying us since since their their their, their days were begun, and I, I I don't I don't care. I really don't care what what they think about us or what they want to say about us because yeah, they'll always have something to say. That's that's for sure, and it'll never be good. So I, I just want to get that off my. Um, yeah, comments. Shona mentioned him. Andrew, what do you think? He's, uh, yeah, he's, he's had all these think, and uh, but I, I'm just I, I don't know. I, I I I think I hope really the only one that's sort of a Jansen sort of a because he's a young manager just starting off. But, uh, yeah, the names are. I mean, I'm even starting to grow into Muscat because I think he's the only one that sort of a, had quite a good uh, managerial history. But uh, I, I don't know, as you said, but I don't. I, I I just don't know who who we would go for. I don't know. I mean, you can say we would take a chance, but if if you look at some of the big names, they've been they've they've been uh, at big clubs and done well. And then they move on to another club, and they're absolutely hopeless. And I think it's just it doesn't matter what size of name you get, 
it's just uh, whether whether it works for you or and, and sometimes it doesn't. It's always a risk on a new manager or a new player. Andrew, I just want to go back quite like to the. I don't know what's worse, uh, showing his French uh, with Cl- with Philippe Clement's uh, attempt name attempt or or David with post post echo Google. Um, post post yeah whatever it is I'll not go again. I uh, am him. Him. <laughs> that guy. Uh, I um, I suppose it's gonna be whatever we say in here will be rubbish when club statement such and such is announced as Rangers manager um comes out from the club. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a Wednesday night guessing game at the minute, isn't it? Um, I said during the week that I'd, I'd like a blend of uh, Ralph Hasenhutl and Stephen Davis as his assistant manager. Um, I like Ralph Hasenhutl. I think he fits into the... There's lots of big names that are currently out of the job and there's a lot of wee names that are out of the job. And your Martindale's, your Robinson's, they're all in, in places we could probably pay to get them out of but I don't think there's really anybody that fits that kind of decent and, and attainable I think Ralph Hassan was probably the best you can get um, for me at least get Davis in there's your Rangers man link but he's not good you wouldn't have as much of a say as in tactics um, I think Hassan was a great manager I think he I'm surprised he's been out of the job as long as he has um, because he was he did some really good stuff with Southampton. I know he, he, they get a couple of really bad results, so spankers off of teams. But I, I think and even in those seasons where they were they get scudded a few times, they were sitting top at one point at the Prem. Um, you know he's a good tactician. He, you know he's, he's worked his way up to the kind of Red Bull kind of branches. Um, high pressing team. You know, I think it would be useful to to have that in and try and get some more energy back into our team because we're slow and lethargic. So I'd like to have a bit of more energy and effort and work rate in the team again. I think that he would, if I had to say, that's probably more realistic than Gashard, though, then it would have to be Hassenhill for me. Um, but as I said, it's a guessing game. Uh, just about yeah, in there talking about Andrew, I'm sure Paul Mitchell was the one that uh, appointed Hassenhill after Pochettino. I was just worried it was going to be Ross Wilson. And also, he was also, Paul Mitchell was also the one that brought Stephen Davis to Southampton. Mm. So, good link there. Anyway, you see, that's the thing. It's, it's, all, it's, it's nice that we, we can sit and have a nice chat about it, but Rangers will go for, like, there's left field and then there's in the car park outside of the left field. And that's where Rangers will be asking for CVs for, management, uh, for managers. Um, I just don't. <laughs> My cousin today put a tweet out, um, it was about the Muscat interview over Zoom, hoping that his Wi-Fi was down. So, uh, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> fingers crossed, shall we say. Anyway, it's terrible when you're negative before there's even a manager comes in, isn't it? It gives a good forecast of what the next manager's going to get once he, once he starts losing a game. Um, two points, the, the, the press in North End, uh, manager Ryan Lowe was uh, was was named. He's he's pulled his name out of it. Said he's not interested. And obviously Graham Potter has also pulled his name out. He's not interested in it. So it seems to be that we're down. Unless this new name comes in, you've got the boy that plays is it Norway that, that manages in Norway. Uh, mm-hmm. you had yeah, you had him. He had his men, but he seems to have disappeared out the the list of names as well. 
So I think it's going to be for the next wee while, it's going to be Mr. Stephen Davis. Would anybody, oh, I'll remove that one because I hear my television downstairs. <laughs> um, does anybody, would anybody be sad that if he takes the full season? Right, can, I, can I just jump in here, if you don't mind? Uh, there is one. There is one person that definitely wouldn't be sad, and that's uh, one of our biggest contributors to the the pod is Jim, Mr. Jim Sloan. Uh, that's that's two two different uh, <coughs> excuse me amounts of money he's put in, and he says it doesn't matter that they're Rangers men as long as they're Ulstermen. So I think he's made his mind up who he wants for the rest of the season. So just to, to say th thanks again, Jim. As always, he's done me put money in, mate, and it's it really is it's it's heartwarming. Thank you so much. Right, I'll let you go on, Shona. Sorry, Ken. No, I was just no, I was saying that I, I think it will just a mark, mark, be a matter of time with Stephen Davis. If the results come, then then he's got a good chance, I think. But uh, look, he just looked, I think he lacks a wee bit of experience. I think uh, we probably need to get somebody in there. But look see what happens. I don't know what Andrew thinks, but it's all about results for me and a, and a style of play. If you get the tune out of those two, you never know. Right. See, so, so, so you know what you're saying there, Shona, about it was when I was listening to the presser, uh, Stephen Davis turned around and said when he was talking about getting the job in that, and he says, he's just going to get on with it uh, for the next game or two, and then take it for there. Mm -hmm. Is, is was that a wee indication that that's he's only expecting it to get the this game and the St Mirren game and then it's international break in it that whoever's coming in is going to be coming in during the international break and taking over or am I reading too much into that? I think it's a bit of both really. I think he's obviously saying a, a game or two because that's all he's got really until the international break and then obviously we'll find out from the board what they want to do within that time. We want it that'll probably be the key time whether we do get somebody in or not. But I take to be honest with you, we, if we know that um, Muscat was having a Zoom call today and uh, obviously I think there's, there was talks or rumours going around that Frank Lampard's having one tomorrow morning in London. Then uh, look, and there's obviously the rumours coming about with uh, Phil, Phil Clement. So not Phil Mitchell, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, Phil Clement coming. So look, I think to be honest with you, I think that the board will be looking at a manager as stability. I don't think fans will want Stephen Davis to take it on at this. Don't get me wrong, he could well go in as assistant manager and take it on in the future, but I think just now I don't think Stephen Davis would want to take on that Ranger side at this moment in time. I think it's too toxic for the fans and the person that's got to come in has got to get them organised and get, get results. So I'd expect with the board already looking at interviews, I'd expect somebody probably to be in within the, the international break. I don't know what everyone else's thoughts are. Okay, I think I'm going to park the manager's job for there at the moment because obviously this is a name, we've talked about the names we've got and unless somebody else comes in, it looks like it's going to be one of these names or it's going to be, as Stephen Gerrard, uh, a name that nobody had thought about before and it's all of a sudden bringing a, a, a total strange name at the last minute. So I'm going to go on to the... Today, Stevie Clifford wrote this morning that Dessers shouldn't be in the, the striker's role for the next couple of games. He shouldn't be on the park for the next couple of games. They should rest him. Now, I really disagree with this because I think 
I'm not saying that 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 he should start as a striker tomorrow, but what I'm saying is that he should be part of the the the, the team. If he's on the bench, he's on the bench. But I think it would be totally wrong to drop him out the whole squad, uh, just because he's had a, he's had bad games. If 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 it's a confidence problem, the last thing you should do is drop him. Uh, Andrew, what do you think of that? Well, do you think even Clippers right, or do you think uh, I'm right? It's it's a it's a really difficult one to answer because I mean we've seen. We've seen him play, um, especially that the Aberdeen game. I thought that was probably his worst game that he's had. And I mean, just Jersey. I was sitting there towards the end of the game, thinking, has he reached the SIBO status? And at that point, I don't think there's any way he can recover from it. Um, it's it's frustrating um, because it he shows flashes again, um, but you can't. Nobody can afford. They can't afford to carry players on a team, and, and given the fact that we've had so many passengers, like from what it seems like, the way that we've been playing, he he just seems to be in that group of guys who are just in the team to to try and. Just, I don't want to say steal a wage because that sounds horrible, and and it sounds as if it's just so defeatist and stuff like that. But he's not he's not had a great start to life. Um, I think the Danilo goal and. And then the, the, his injury, and I don't know that this the song. I think he's he's kind of got himself branched at the Rangers culture already, and and the fans love him. Um, but his Tessa's just seems to kind of be just the, the odd one out in the group, unfortunately. At the minute, um, I think we we, we aren't strong really in in, a, in the striking department at all. I mean, good Daniel, but he's coming back from an injury. Tessa's, but he's just god awful form. And then you've got the glass cannon, Kamar Roof. Um, I mean that it's it's such it's, it, looking back at it it's so poor given the fact that before the start of the season I wasn't too I wasn't too angry with the kind of signings we'd made I thought we did six million for Danilo is a lot of money and then you've got three million for Dessers that you've you've invested in this position it's not as if we're taking bargain bin here you spent a lot of money for our our level and we're just not getting the results is it a case of Time will tell when he just needs game time. Well, he's had game time, and he's. I'm not. You're not seeing much tangible progress. You can see the rest of it. The the rest of the team, the rest of the players in the team as well. But he's he's the he's the point man. He's the striker. He's the one that needs to be scoring the goals. He's he's in the the spotlight a lot more. Same same maybe with like Alan McGregor last season. You can't you can't afford to make mistakes as a keeper. You can't afford to miss chances as a striker. You're in the spotlight as a keeper. You miss a save and it goes in. You can see the goal. Be a striker, you miss an easy chance. You maybe don't get the three points. So it's he's well, he's in the firing line. So it'll be up to up to Davo to maybe make a, an executive decision on on his behalf and take him out of the firing line for for now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/achieve today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Sean, I do not think that players should be harder skinned than just because they get a few boos after a game that we should be talking about dropping them. Surely, surely they should be harder skinned than that and be able to. I mean, it's we're talking about a loss of confidence because people are booing you. Surely players should be harder skinned than that. Um, look, I, I've got, I've got about a fifty-fifty. Look, Gators is obviously not being on form at all, and look, I think he does need to be taken out of the firing line. I think he's just not settled here. I think, to be honest with you, I think we're actually playing him in the wrong way. I don't think he's a guy that's going to hold the ball up for you and twist and turn. I think he's the kind of guy that likes to run when the ball's running off him and running into space. And that's what I've seen. When Every time he does that, he ends up going offside. But he's actually making those good runs. His finishing and, obviously, do you know what I mean, his effort recently has been absolutely abysmal. Um, look, that's all he asked for as a Rangers fan, to put in 100% effort. It just seems to be that every time he gets the ball, he either concedes a foul or it bounces back off him. It just is not working for him. So I would be tending to, look, if we're left with just Dessers and Ruth tomorrow, he's going to have to start because I don't think Ruth may, may not be fully 100% there. So we're going to have to get behind this boy. He cost us four and a half million pounds. We ruled out Matondo last year. I'm not saying that, obviously, that he's going to be anywhere near that. I've not seen that so far from Dessers. But look, I think, to be honest with you, we don't really have many options at the moment. So, look, we're going to have to try something new with this boy because whatever we're doing just now is just definitely not working. Um, but I would be tending to take him a wee bit out of the firing line. I think his start, his Rangers career, didn't get off to a good one. He came here unfit. I think he managed to get a couple of good assists. I think the one the assist for what probably one of the best goals I've ever seen was the one from Atondo. So, look, he does have it in his locker. I just think we're playing him in, in the wrong way. I think he's one of these guys that likes to run off the back of defenders into space. And I just don't see him as a hold-up kind of ball player because every time he tries to hold it up, either can seize a free kick or it bounces right back off him. So, look, I, I don't know where, it, where, where we stand with Dacers because he's been absolutely horrendous this year, uh, this season so far. And uh, I didn't really know much about him. All I know is that he was pretty decent when he had those two seasons in the in the area of easy, doesn't he, and, and whatnot. So... And he was top goal scorer. So he's obviously got a bit about him. But look, ever since he's came here, he's not shown it. And for me, guys, we've got to try and get behind these guys, especially if the cost is four and a half million quid, because they're on a four, he's on a four-year deal. So if anything, if we're going to try and get that money back for him, we're actually going to make a loss, which is not the whole point why we brought these players in. The whole point of bringing in the likes of Dessers was to hopefully maybe get a good couple of seasons out of them and then they could take the next level to maybe the Premier League or whatever, or, or across Europe for... A, a bigger fee, maybe not so much Dacer because he's what twenty eight, but uh, likes of Danilo, etc. So look, I look, we've got to get behind him. It cost us four and a half million quid, guys. Um, as much as uh, he didn't really deserve, it. I don't. I'm not one for these guys that, that booze a player coming off as a um when he was coming off as a sub. I'm not one for that. Do you know what I mean? I think that was a bit harsh on the fans because look, he's obviously 
he's obviously just lacking in confidence. That's the big thing for me. Is he's clearly lacking in confidence, and he hasn't been able to settle. But we've known players like that that that's come into like the likes of Brian Loudrop and a few others that have come in like that. And look what's happened to them. They they're now legends at the football club. So I just particularly think he was playing in their own kind of style of football for me. But well, we, like the jury's out, and uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, like I said, like the, the confidence one, you kind of feel sorry for him at times. Like Pine Time says, you kind of do feel sorry for him. So look. Um, I don't know about you. What do you think, David? Do you do you, do you think we've just got to play them and 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 grind it out? Because I mean, it can't be far before Danilo's back. I see him was back in training. I think Danilo's a better player. I think Danilo will score more goals than him. And when Feyenoord, when he scored all the goals for, for Feyenoord, he he actually scored the most of them coming off the bench. He was wasn't actually in the the starting lineup a lot for Feyenoord, but. He seemed to they bring they seemed to bring him on when they were chasing a goal, and very often they got the goal. So that's as I'm saying that they didn't get a lot of starts really for Feyenoord. So maybe playing him off the bench is a, is the best uh, the best way. Now all of a sudden, Roof seems to be fit again. It's funny that Bill was saying uh, we're not you you won't be he won't be back until after the international break. What do you think, Mark? Do you think he's he's just been not good friends with Bill, or do you think, yeah, has he been fading injury? We'll we'll put it that way. Well, <laughs> I I think no. I just maybe be reading too much into it, or what we think anyway, because I think we were discussing it for weeks about uh, Bill losing the dressing room. And certain players no giving it their all. Uh, we, we heard some cracking bits from Tavernier earlier on in his presser that totally contradicted what was going on. But I, I don't know, Davy. Um, it's weird that we've got Danilo going over there, Roof going over there, and Raza going over there. When we were they supposed to get it? The closest was supposed to be the St Mirren game, and that was like a big maybe. So, was there something in it? We don't know. It's like if we're, we're, we're jumping to speculation again. As long as they go out there and they give it 100% for Stephen Davis, I, I don't care. If they go out there and they prove it, because what we were discussing before we come on, we'll see who the real players are tomorrow night. Then maybe play some man, because if any of the players don't give a hundred percent, it's obviously it's on on them. It's nothing to do with Stephen Davis, because there is absolutely zero chance that any Rangers fan will blame it on Stephen Davis, because he's, he's too much. He is a proper Rangers legend. He's been here twice. And he's been through it all, through the good and the bad. So he's seen it all. I said that my one worry is he's going to stick with the guys that he's played with. And at this point in time, I can't say nothing because we've not got anything really to change anything up because of the injuries. But that'll, that'll change. And hopefully we'll see the best of the Rangers and what they can actually do. As I, I said to, I think it was Shona uh, on Twitter, 
I'm ready. I'm ready to have give every player a clean sheet on this and a fresh start. And it's from now onwards, I'll be looking at them all. With Essers, I thought he was going to come good. I really did. He, he had an absolutely terrible game against Aberdeen, and I started. I had to agree with everybody else. He's just too slow. He's too laborious, and I don't think he gives it a hundred percent. And you can see the frustration in his face, especially when he get brought off the last time. He, he looked really, really gutted. But I think he looked gutted because he wasn't playing well and he knew it. But that the last the last one when he get he get brought off and he got booed. Did he deserve to get booed? Oh God. Probably I because he was really, really bad. I, me personally I wouldn't have booed. I would never ever boo a player off. I just I can't. But he's I wouldn't put him on Davy. Because know the way things is. Let things calm down first. Or even put him on as a sub. Because I've got a funny feeling we might go with Roof to start with. And I think we might even see some minutes, depending on what the game, for Danilio. I think he might get some minutes. Uh, although we're not supposed to get him for about another three or four weeks. He's on the plane. He never had a mask on or anything. Uh, he looked. He was in training. He looked all right. So we, we might actually see him. I hope so. But there's also chances for the younger boys and all that could come in. And we'll talk about, about a chance. I think was Lovelace put in there. Andy, you sure no? Lovelace is no on, on the list. No. So no, he's no. It, it, Bailey has. So Bailey Rice has. He's a, he's in the team, isn't he? It's him and I think he's a bit. I can't even remember who's there. I couldn't tell you because I know that I know these both of them are. I don't think they, they truly count as academy prospects because both of them, well, especially Lovelace, was signed uh, from Millwall. I'm not, I'm not too sure. Bailey but, Wright was from Motherwell. So I think we've been here. But as I've said, I'm ready to give all the players a clean sheet and a, or a fresh start, sorry. And there's, there's only two players that I want. And you know who my name is. Can I guess? Uh, uh, right. Uh, for absolutely zero points, who's the first one, Andy? Is it James Tavernier by any chance? Correct. And there's another one. Can you guess who that one is? It's going to be Borna, but you know what I'm not. Not. No. Is it Golson then? No. Anyway, come on, guys. Let's go on with the podcast. Mr. Um, right. Oh, I didn't think he'd be near the squad anyway. Okay, let's go. Let's go on with the with the podcast, guys, because um, we're we're running out of time uh, before we talk about everything. Um, Andrew Sam Lammers has been saying striker is his position. If Roof isn't fit, could we put Sam Lammers up front? Um, that is his favourite position. And I don't really know why he hasn't been played up there to see what he does. It's an interesting one because I was having a discussion with my dad yesterday. We were talking about well, what we're going to see from a Stephen Davis set up team. Are we going to is he going to go to what the players might know and go for a four three three, or will they go based on maybe some old school Walter stuff and play like a four four two and have and maybe have Adesos and Lammers if, if since Lammers. Is pushing himself as a striker, um, 
or uh, even having Danilo and Dessers. I, I have to say, I think Dessers needs support. I think he needs somebody close in to be honest with him. Um, I think uh, when you've got Roof and I think Roof and the old firm was doing his best to get close to him. Um, but Matondo on the other side of the park was at the byline and they gave a kick. It was an un- unbalanced forward line. I think if you're going to have Dessers in your team, um, then you're going to need to have someone alongside him that can play with him and um, play off him. Um, I think I try to play to him, actually. And funnily enough, it's, it's almost the opposite because you want to say, well, you want to play to him, not at him. I think for Dessers, you need to play at him and not to him, um, which is it's, it's, a, it's a weird conundrum. Um, it's how Dessers... Uh, an enigma, um, but uh, interesting to see it. I think we'll, we'll maybe have answers to more questions um, when we see that team sheet as to maybe distinguish a shape or uh, is he going to th- maybe push the ball out or is he going to go to something he knows or is he going to go something the player knows, um, the players know. Um, I mean, Stephen, Stephen Davis has, has kind of made it clear that he's been interested in coaching after he retires. I think him and Kevin Thompson have both been quite um, vocal and they they want to continue in the game after the, the their time as players. Um, so I, I mean, I I like Stephen Davis. You couldn't tell me anything that would change my mind on that. He's he's a likable guy. He's a club hero. He, he was my favourite growing up. Um, I, I I just think that he's maybe been given a really really tough task to navigate these next kind of two games with the kind of environment. Lifting the players will be the, probably the biggest thing because you're going to need to lift those, those players because and I, I know that we don't buy into everything that Mr Tavernier said in the, in the press conference but I think that those guys maybe especially like a Danilo because he, he had, Michael Beale had some relationships with these players, you know like close, but he knew Danilo he knew some of these, these guys and, and they'll be hurting from the fact that they've They've ultimately lost the guy the job, um, so he's going to have to lift the players and get the get the confidence levels back and just trying to get them calm down and 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 get them to play that they, they need to play to try and get results. So it'll be a tough task, but I know I know one thing for certain is that all the Rangers fans will be right behind Stephen Davis to 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 take this the team and and give it their all. Okay, well obviously uh, can't go put on Instagram that. Uh over Beal thanking him and saying that he would never forget him and things like that. Shona, I'll try again. <laughs> Whammers, do you see a uh, own when, when he played for Hera Vane, he played as a striker, scored 15 goals. Do you see a possibility of moving out? He always said he's, he, at Rangers he's played out of position. Do you see a striker in Sam Whammers? Uh, no, but I think what Stephen Davis is saying about these guys about giving them a bit more of a free role, if that's what he wants to be, then why is he not getting himself in those positions in the first place when we've been struggling in the league this year? I don't don't think it takes a genius to work out. If you want to be a if you are a striker, why is he not getting himself into those positions within 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 the within the game so far? So look, I, I, from what I've seen from me Lammer so far is that I personally think that ever since we brought Camwell back into that midfield role and put uh, Lammers uh, in there. I just feel for me, Cantwell needs to be back and we need to go back to basics, guys, when it comes to putting these guys in the right positions, getting the best out of these guys in their preferred positions. So if um, if Glamour's is, is wanting to be that striker, I just don't understand why when he's been in play now, he doesn't have to, he has not always been playing the number 10, he's been playing out in the right-hand side of the pitch. Why is he not going to get himself into those positions within a game? So look, um, I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I do still think there is a bit of a player in Glamour's. For me, he just takes far too many touches. 
I think that's his problem. He takes far too many touches within a game, and I think um, Cantwell is much. I prefer Cantwell in that position as it, as it is. So I think what Stephen Davis will do, I think he'll try and get the best out of these players, give them a bit more of a free role tomorrow, but in their preferred positions. So I think what will happen is you'll probably see the likes of the same defence. You won't see much more from the midfield, I think. But I think what 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 we want to see as fans is what he's going to do with the front three tomorrow and who he's going to pick and how they're going to perform. Because I think the midfield and the defence is always going to take care of itself because of the injuries that we have. So it's a case of who do we who do we play up front tomorrow? For me, it's probably going to be Lammers, um, probably Sima. And I would imagine, I don't know if Roof is 100%. If it's not Roof, then it's going to be Dessers, isn't it? So like, he's going to have to try and find a tune out of them. And I think that's what Davis will be working on, is trying to get these guys into the preferred positions and try and see what we can do for the, when they are going into the St Mirren game for me. But Limassol pretty much play on the counter-attack as well. So that's one thing we're going to have to watch out for tomorrow. That will be their, their key thing to do. So the full-backs for me, Probably not go up as far as high up the pitch. I think we'll expect the 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 midfield and the and the strikers to be further up the pitch tomorrow, and the defence moving up uh, to try and catch them offside when they try and do the counter attack. That's that's the way I think they'll go. And I think as far as I'm, I've, I've looked at their team at the moment, and uh, the only one that I the only player that I know of is a uh, Saido Berahino, whatever his name is, that used to play for Stoke and West Brom. That's the only player that I've uh, I know that's it's at that team at the moment. So, and I don't think. I think his career went from such a high to such a low, so um, we'll wait and see what, what they bring. But for me, it'll be a case of look, we can just do our own thing tomorrow, get that game over the line. I think we will get the three points. I do think we'll, we'll win by a couple of goals. But the, the one thing is we'll need to watch them when it comes to the counter-attack because that's how they play. Yeah, well, seemingly they, their defence isn't that great, but they scored a lot of goals and that that is a, they, they play football, a real attacking football. A bit gung ho. What what I've what I've sort of heard about it, and I, and I seen somebody there uh, saying that uh, he would play Rice behind, but but in front of Looney and Sifiantis. If Raskin's fit, Mark surely Raskin has to play. I would say so. Uh, he's had good. He's had a few good games in his a couple of bad games. But as we, you said earlier on, we don't know if there's been a problem between him and Bill. Uh, maybe, maybe I don't think him and uh, Sifu work well together. So uh, I'm not really sure, mate. Yeah, well, I don't match myself. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what to think of Sifu, uh, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, everybody keeps saying he's a star, but uh, I, I've still to see it. And, in fact, sometimes I've even said, "Is he a footballer?" Let alone a star. But um, that's uh, that, that's the way to, that people think, and uh, it, it still needs to let it let it be seen. That that's for that's for sure. So I think we're going to start off. I think the defence will just stay the way it has been the last few weeks. Tavernier, Goldson, Davies, uh, Barisic, uh Shona. Yeah, Red Van hasn't travelled, has he? He's injured. Okay, so I, I didn't know. Yeah. yeah, so I presume it'll be Borna. It'll, it'll be your usual back four with Butland and goals, I would imagine. Sifuentes, Jack and Lundstrom in the midfield, um, probably. And then it'll be a toss-up as to who they play the front three. And I think it will just be a case of, will it be Desers or Roof for me? And I think Seaman Lamas will be in there. I think that's the only options we really got, apart from Scott Wright. 
but I don't think Scott Wright will play because I think what uh, Davis will try and do is try and get build momentum within this squad who, for all the time that he has. I know it's only two games, but obviously Scott Wright's uh, suspended for the St Mirren game, isn't he? So um, I would imagine what Davis will want to do is try and get a win out of these guys and play the same team again on Saturday. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't really know what the what the what the, the forward line will be. We'll need to see. Obviously, I think if Ruth Ruth is fit, he'll play. Seema, uh, I think is a, a certainty to play. Uh, Scott Wright, um, yeah, I don't know what to say about him. But um, I mean, we didn't want him, and then all of a sudden he's he's he's, he's getting into the starting lineup. I want to go on. We've been a lot of comments about Far, and I don't know whether MD watched the final game tonight. But there was a decision. There was a, a, a through ball, and the Atletico Madrid player was a mile offside. The final player started trying try to stop the ball getting to him. The ball came off his foot and ran into the path of another uh, Atletico Madrid player, and he, he slid it into the net. Now, the ball was aimed at the player that was offside, but the referee and Far give a goal because it's seemingly not there in the first, what is it you call that, the first part, but the mm -hmm. second part. Yeah, and I just think it's ridiculous because the ball was aimed for him. The guy doesn't know whether he's offside or not. And he, he just, uh, he had to stop the ball, getting to him. And then all of a sudden it's allowed because it's a certain phase and second phase and not the first phase. Are referees, Andrew, are referees spoil and far? Are they spoiling the game with these new rules and these all these phase one, phase two, phase three? I don't know. How how, how far does it go? Phase 10? Have we got that? Well, that's a rugby, isn't it? Uh, 10 phases. Um, it's, uh, it's not been a good week for VAR, um, to say at least. Um, to quote the, the guys in the bar room, Oh shit! Um, I don't know. It, it, we we want to go back to the what we had before with with goal because you know what it's like. You get a goal that you're you're angry when you've scored a goal, but it's impossibly close. But you're still offside, and you go, "Oh, if we didn't have VAR, the referee didn't give that, so we would have scored." But then you've got ones where it's like the Kmar Roof goal in Europe last season against Bromby, where he was onside by about that much. But it was onside, and the original call was offside, but we scored. So it, it's when you're winning, you're winning; when you're losing, you're losing. It's uh, it's the way. It's almost similar to where it used to be, but it's, except you get less. Uh, well, to be fair, uh, that is Liverpool fans. So I was going to say you get less uh, conspiracies, but to be fair, Liverpool are certainly proving me wrong with that. Some um, anti-scouse refereeing, I suppose. Um, I don't know. I, it's uh, I don't see it getting canned after all the time they spent trying to get it implemented and how much it costs. I don't see them just going, nope, game's a bogey, call it off, I'm going back to the old style. Because um, they wasted a lot of money on it, so I don't see, I don't see that. I mean, they might make changes to it. There's always a, a possibility to make changes to it. Um, there's different systems. You see, like, some some of the better, the higher profile games have a, a more advanced VAR system in play compared to Scottish football, where it's just we'll draw a line. Whereas for the World Cup, you saw like it zooms in on the using augmented reality on the players and seeing where they draw the line on the shirt sleeve and the phase of play. So it's 
it, it's something that they're, they're definitely still chipping away on finding the best way to implement it. Yeah, I did. I just think some. I seen somebody there saying that uh, the boy that stopped it, it hit, obviously hit him because he, he kicked it, and the the player that scored wasn't offside. I totally agree with that. But if you're trying to stop the ball getting to a player, then surely he's uh, part of the, the the play. At that time, he's offside, and I just think it's ridiculous that if you you try to stop the ball getting to somebody and they get advantage from it, then I think it's ridiculous that it's not offside. What do you think, Mark? Do you think this far? I mean, I'm all for far, to be honest with you, but I'm just against these, the, all these new rules. I mean, it's the same. I watched a game, I think, last week, and the referee, there was obviously offside, the guy was offside, and you knew that the linesman was going to put up his flag. But the game went on for about five minutes, before the ref, the, the linesman put up his flag. Now, somebody could get seriously injured in that five minutes. Mark, what do you think about the, these new rules? And are you all for them? Or are you do you see this change for better? It doesn't matter what you do. Uh, without it, you're going to complain. With it, you're going to complain. What happened with that game? I've got no idea. Rangers weren't playing, so I'm not interested. No, well, it's just uh, it's obviously Rangers are going to be playing under these rules as well. So that that's that's why I'm I'm bringing bringing things like this up because uh, Jonah, what, what's your what's your view on on the rules at the moment? The offside rules. Get rid of it, Bennett. I'm fed up with VR, VR, wasn't here. Uh, Rangers fans, Rangers fans, Rangers we don't um, been able to score that goal that Benil lost did against, I think, I can't remember, it was in the Champions League as well against one of the teams. I think it might have been against, was it, Na- was it Napoli or Napoli? I can't remember. Um, but no, I, I would get absolutely fed of it. I think, what they, I think what they really need to do when it comes to the, the VAR, if they're going to try and make it better, what they need to do is they need to get rid of these stupid lines when it comes to offside. Surely, by a picture, you can tell if a guy is offside or not. You don't need to go to lines. See this whole minimal where somebody's shoulder, somebody's head or somebody's arm, somebody's toe that's offside, just get that binned. Um, you must be able to tell by now, do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know about you, but with a camera angle, you don't even need to get these lines out and draw them in and whatnot. You should be able to tell from the first camera, the couple of camera angles, if you see it, is it blatantly offside, then yes. If not, give it a go. It's uh, simple as. Um, but to me, I think what has happened is when I watched the, the game of the weekend and listened back to the, the obviously the controversy that came back from the Liverpool game, and listening in to what had actually happened, the, the referees, there's far too many of them talking at the one time. There's just far too many people getting involved in this at the one time, and that's where there's obviously been a communication error or whatever. Why is there not just the referee and one guy sitting in VR? I understand there's one guy that needs to talk, just get one guy to talk. Why didn't you have three or four guys up there that need to talk at the same time? Because that, to me, then, you're then turning around and saying to yourself, well, what happens to that guy's interpretation? It's different to another guy's interpretation. That's exactly what happened at the weekend. Yeah, well, the, yeah, that was with the Liverpool game, wasn't it? The 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 the, 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 the far man didn't realise that the referee had given a goal. I think it was, or or he had knocked it off. I'm getting mixed up myself now. Um, and the referee obviously thought that uh, that that he gave gave the decision because he said, "Yeah, that's it." the check's over but he had obviously made the wrong decision because he thought it was a goal or he thought it wasn't a goal 
Um, these these things are really crazy. I think Far's really making a mess of itself at the moment, and I think they really need to get something something done about it anyway, because some of the decisions are just absolutely unbelievable. And I think maybe next year they're talking about bringing in that, that you can hear what they're saying on the microphones. They'll certainly need to get get it better than, than they have now to, before they're going to start to do that. Anyway, are you um, I see David, are you joking up here? It'll take another 50 years, for fuck's sake, to get re re referees <laughs> mic'd up with the VR that yeah, we've got yeah. the Aldi Yeah, well, they, 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 they still talk about the, the Masonic referees, but I'm afraid they days are long gone. I'm afraid they're probably uh, more likely to be in the Buffaloes these days or whatever you call the, the other mobs lot. Anyway, uh, we're over an hour now, guys. Uh, Andrew, I'll let you... Say your bye byes and a prediction for tomorrow. And uh, do you want to predict a goal scorer as well? I'll do my very best. Um, thanks everyone watching again tonight. All, all the comments, great as usual. Um, I don't know, it'll be interesting because Lumis all seem to be alright in the league, but in Europe they seem to be firing on the goals. I mean, if they scored like a, like 11 and 2 against um, like Borisov, Bati Borisov, and then Seven and two versus Bratislava, and they only lost three two against Sparta Prague. Um, which, which I mean, we we slipped up against Sparta Prague in the Europa League in the past. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see how how we react. Um, I can see us going for a kind of cautious start, just to kind of feel out the game and feel out the environment. Um, just kind of get rid of the, shake off the nerves, and then we'll, we'll probably progress as the game goes on. Um, I'll say. A two one to the Angels, um, and I will give it. As, I'll say Sima will score. Sima, well, that's a good bet. He scored about six already uh, this this year. Shona, say your goodbyes, and uh, what's your prediction? I, I bet you're going to go with Tavernier again. No, um, I actually think they'll win probably. I think they'll win three nil. Um, I know that's quite ambitious to say that, but yeah, I think it'll be a two three nil win for us. And uh, of course, you've taken Seema as the first goal scorer. I'll go with. I'll go with. Well, I'll go with Dacers actually. Like, let's see if Dacers can actually finally um, break his duck. And uh, let's see. But I've just seen guys that somebody has just scored for them, and you'll never believe who it was. So I'll let you have your wee guess on who that was that scored for them. Should have been signing for us and has just went and scored another last-minute goal for them. So, yeah, um, not, not I've ideal. I've seen, oh looking. dear, this looks offside pop up. So we could we have a VAR controversy after talking about it? Yeah, so yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. Yeah. Three, two, three nil for me, David. Um, I think it'll be quite comfortable. There you go, Mark. Are you as comfortable as uh, to, to give a, a two or three nil or a four nil win? Nah, I'll just say my, my goodbyes to everybody and thank you for coming. Uh, thanks to Cammy and Aldo, as always, for moderating and for obviously Bill in the background putting up the the comments. Thanks very much. Uh, I'm going to go the same way, Andy, 2-1, and just let's go for Lammers. There you go. Well, I will. Uh, I, I think we'll win. I, I'll, I'll be shocked if we don't win, to be honest with you. I think we should go there and Rangers should be beating these teams easily. Although they, they have been good in Europe, but we have been, they haven't beat Dortmunds and they haven't beat uh, the, the, all the other teams that, that we've played really well against. So 
I'm going to go for three one Rangers. I don't think we will keep them out totally, but I'll go for three one Rangers. And I will say thanks for thanks for coming on. And we will be back. I will I will be doing the daily news tomorrow. So if you're a member or if you're not a member yet, please become a member and you'll get this free con. Uh, you'll get the content of the daily news every day, every working day. And we will be back on Sunday with the obviously going over tonight's game and over the week Sunday's game. So that will be what's coming up. Thanks anyway, a million. We are the people. Bye.